Welcome to Juxtas, where we put two things next to each other, and then we talk about them. I made the mistake of being on the internet today, and someone oh. told me that uh, Into Darkness was more Star Trek than Wrath of Khan. And are, are they alive now? <laughs> like you, see, the thing is, on the internet, you can say a lot of things without, you know, society putting you back in your place for being an idiot. It was dumb. Yeah. Did they have like any basis for the argument, or was it just a off the cuff statement? It was their argument was that it was more Star Trek than Rathacon because Rathacon was only a revenge story, while Into Darkness was more of a socio political statement similar to Gene Roddenberry's original vision. What? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was the internet, and well, the, 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 I made the mistake of trying to be in this discussion and it was just I mean they were they were were exploitive to women which was not Gene Roddenberry's original intent I mean there There was no exploration there was not very much of an interracial crew on the on the bridge other than the original cast yeah it was a bunch of white people and the cast yeah you know so they, they did horrible and when it comes to the diversity that Gene Roddenberry would have wanted um, and then, as it is, um, they badly rehashed a, a revenge story by taking out the revenge, which is the only interesting part about it. You know, because they didn't have the history between Kirk no. and Khan for it to matter. I love the Into Darkness part when he says, I'm Khan, and they do the music like, ah, oh, but the, none of those characters know who Khan is. So it's like, who? Yeah. What? Yeah, he's, he's nobody important unless you had, like, studied history. Yeah. Well, you right? know, also, I feel like if you're, you know, talking about saying it's more Star Trek, well, throughout the series, I feel like, you know, the big thing, it's more about characters facing forces within themselves. Yes. And Star it Trek is, is definitely that. Just like, well, but I feel like in a lot of the series, like various characters have these inner struggles that they have to confront. Yeah. And that's just kind of an ongoing thing. And, you know, it's like Into Darkness, where's the inner struggles? There's none. Rathicon isn't the most Star Trek movie, but it still still has a lot of those things. With the inner struggle, I think I, I've talked to Tracy about this. My favorite part of the movie is it's a, it's a story of Kirk not accepting how old he is and how he's a different captain than he was before. You're like I, the, the con is put up there to, to show that he isn't who he was before. He made a promise to Khan to come and check on him. He never did. He broke that promise. People right. died because he did that. Well, Khan caused problems in this one because Kirk screwed him over. Yeah. If you really look at it, they, they kind of made a deal. We're going to go take care of this. If he had like owned up to that and had just saved Khan's people. Yes. So this is, Khan yeah. would have been cool with him. Yeah. Like Wrath of Khan, the, the point makes good is because you understand Khan's anger and hate he you understand the motivation yep. it is kirk's fault mm-hmm. so and the thing, he never went back and checked he didn't put it on a list go check on these people no he, he left them. them up on a planet and disappeared and nobody in starfleet checked on them to see if they were okay no first yeah. off I, I call bullshit on that but um <laughs> somebody in starfleet would have checked on that when that planet had a problem in that system yeah somewhere along the lines that system would have been monitored especially if they so. put a known criminal in that system yeah yeah I mean, they might have had buoys up like, 
do not land on this planet. <laughs> but right. check on them sometimes. So, well, because the buoy would have noticed when one of the planets was destroyed. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a Starfleet thing. Like, they might have stayed in, in contact, and, like, if they were struggling, oh, we'll drop, we'll do a food drop, you know, or something exactly. like that. Yeah. They would have continued to give them supplies, and, and but stayed distant from it, and yeah. never given them technology that they could use to get away. Yes. Because it was effectively I, an exile. It was a, pri- it was a prison set. Yeah. He let him be the king of that world, which he always wanted. It was but like sending people exile. to Australia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, you check on them, you throw food at them once in a while. But, I mean, you're not going to necessarily go land because they'll take the ship. Yeah, they've proven multiple times. Yeah, like, I, I told Tracy about this. My favorite point in the movie isn't that fight at the end. At that point, Kirk's already won. My favorite point is where he finally decides, I'm not that young captain anymore. I have to take responsibility. I have to accept that I'm old. So when he puts on the glasses, that's him accepting his age and his responsibilities. Yeah, that's up when he's won the internal battle. That's when he's up to that point. He's been bested at every turn. He's mm-hmm. tried to he tried to play it like he did, like don't raise the shields, don't listen to people. I'm going to play it brash, but you know, not like super brash like the new one. But he's going to you know, he's trying to play it old school, like old Kurt, and he gets his ass handed to him a lot. But then once he puts the glasses on, from that point in the movie, he is slowly digging out of that hole. Yeah, he, he decided, is, okay, I'm old. I, I got to accept it. Yes. So at that point, yes, like his ship is still worse off, but he's, he slowly makes it so that the Reliant is damaged. He high, he does all those things and it looks like he's not in control, but from that point of the movie on, he is completely in control. He also has a a highly competent crew. Yes. And from the, that's the thing from that point on, he uses the crew like he should. Mm -hmm. And, and, and he, he, exactly. He becomes a, he actually goes back to being a captain again yes. instead of just a cowboy. The cons crew is smart, uh, and they have a lot of knowledge, and they can figure that stuff out real quick. But they don't have any experience in Starfleet vessels. So in a no. in a combat situation, you know, as Spock, no, and it was dumb. And I'm saying, well, they're showing you know freedom, two dimensional thinking. Well, so were you, but we won't even get into that. Um, yeah. But the idea was they started out thinking them uh, because they knew Starfleet protocol. They understood the ship. They knew how the, how everything worked, and. Whereas Khan and them guys just were smart and could figure it out. Yes. And I like, before they meet, uh, what's her name? Not Valerez, uh, Christy Alley. Oh, um, Savic. Savic. You know, Savic says, you know, raise the shield. And he's like, just wait. Like, as soon after he puts the glasses on, she's like, you did it, Captain. And he's like, I did nothing. You yeah, exactly. keep quoting regulations to <laughs> yeah, me. Exactly. You got caught with my <laughs> pants down. Yeah, I got caught with my pants down. I love that. But yeah, like, yeah, from that point on, he realizes, okay, I should listen to the crew. I've got to do all yeah. these things. Like, even when like, he gets stranded, yeah. that's still, he's still, like, he planned the whole mm-hmm. being stranded and he did all that. He I knew, think full, that's, he knew full well that Kirk, that, that Fox was going to pull him out. Yeah. That's, and I think a lot of people miss that. And like, that's my, yeah. I try to bring that argument up. It's like, it's a character story that a lot of mm-hmm. episodes in the original series were character stories. They yeah. really were. They weren't, yeah. It had societal issues, like with, like Wrath of Khan had that issue of playing God. Should you? Should you not? It had some of that, and it had the revenge aspect. But I think underneath all that, it was a character story from beginning. Well, yeah, to it end. was. I mean, and, oh. and Khan was just the the catalyst. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the juxtaposition. Is that the right one? Yeah, he was. He put you next. You put it up to show what Khan was, not what Khan was, but what Kirk was to show what how he's different now and how. Him being different, accepting it, actually makes him better. He's protagonist. 
Yes. I mean, yeah, that he's the prota. And actually, I think for the Into Darkness, Khan is kind of the protagonist or maybe just the hero. Yeah, it's his story, really. It is. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, and if it, that's fine, the story for Into Darkness is uh, Robocop is scared that some other people are going to come through space and time and beat up the Federation like they did in 2009. Whatever that movie was called, right? <laughs> so he 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 builds a secret <laughs> ship, and for some reason he also has a model of it in his office in the beginning of the movie. But That's so it's funny. not really that secret. But anyway, I didn't builds, notice that. That's funny. Yeah, he builds that in preparation for the these scary Klingons that no one knows anything about. Um, and so he tries to start a war with them. Well, the plan is he wants to start a war with them. To prove that they need the things that he's scared of, so that to make that. Anyway, he wants to start yeah. a war for a reason. So he the typical falls, escalation thing, yeah. Yeah. So he thaws a guy out from three two hundred years ago to build an advanced spaceship, which that doesn't make sense to me. Khan's smart, but I don't see him knowing how to build us like with technology that's three hundred years beyond yeah. what he was used to. So you thaw this guy out. You use his crew as hostages Khan somehow tricks someone into putting the hostages in torpedoes and then he teleports to a different planet and tricks the Starfleet into hopefully torpedo tor- sending all 47 torpedoes over to Klanon <laughs> that's the plan yeah. right yeah that's yeah. okay see like it it doesn't make sense like I can understand Khan I can actually for this point I can understand why he's angry this guy has thought him out, and let's say he did build that. He's using these people as hostages. That's fine. It still doesn't make sense, like, just overall. He's, he's angry, but it's not personal. No, like, Kirk is just a... No, none of the people in the Enterprise matter. Yeah. At all. Well, well I mean, that's the one thing, you know, like, comparing these two movies, it's like, Wrath of Khan just has the superior plot. I mean, calling it a revenge story... It means you weren't watching the right movie. Yeah. Well, you, you obviously have a very shallow view and understanding of the movie itself, and yeah. you obviously just missed the whole point. And you don't even need to see the yeah. first. You don't even need to see the episode that it's from to understand what happened. Like they they give you that in the movie. Yeah. Like you left me here. All the people died. I also liked um, in Rathacon, even though Kirk like accepted that he was older and he did all these things and he, he tried to correct himself as much as he could. His path still comes up and bites him in the ass because there's a sacrifice that has to be made. Yeah. Even though, like, that sacrifice, like, that mistake that he made in the past still sucks because someone has to die. Oh, actually, a lot of people die. But, yeah. like, someone has to sacrifice because of those mistakes you made in the past. Even though you did accept, you know, responsibility and stuff, sometimes life still kicks you in the balls even when you try good. I'm hoping the next one addresses some things that's in the set, the Into Darkness. I'm going to see it. I'm not going to say I'm not going to see it. <laughs> but yeah, like, unfortunately, I'm not well. yeah, like if they just say like two lines of dialogue about how oh we can't use the super teleporter anymore because bleh, and all oh, that magic blood doesn't really work because bleh, that that would be a good step in the right direction because yeah. as it stands, magic blood kind of. Both those yeah. things kind of ruin the whole universe they're in. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the two new movies, I really enjoyed them both. 
I like 2009 I don't a lot. consider them canon. No. I liked no. the 2009 one. They're not canon for our game. <laughs> no. I actually no, think, okay. like, Star Trek V, somewhere in there is a good Star Trek movie. Well, I don't you know, know where it is. Well, I, I don't know. One line. one line is good in it. Why does God need a starship? That is like the, the pinnacle of the movie. <laughs> have do, do you guys watch Red Letter Media? Uh-uh. Okay, well, there's they did a review of it, and they there's one good scene where before they go down to meet God or whatever, and it's Cybok, Kirk, McCoy, and Spock. Yeah. But I like that scene because it talks about how it makes each of them face their pain, and McCoy and Spock even faces it, and then when it gets to Kirk... He's like, I don't need to face my pain. I need it. It makes me who I am. And like that actually shows him he's won that battle. It's not a fisticuff battle. It's not just punching people out. It's accepting who you are. But they kind of already did that in the original series mm-hmm. when he did the whole good, bad version of himself. Oh, yeah. But it was really it was a really good scene. Like, that's a good scene. But the rest of the movie is kind of like, what? It's weird. I, I was going to say um, with that movie. I feel like the last, say, 30 minutes where they're actually encountering God, it's just, you know, your typical original series episode. Oh, look, it's Apollo or, you know. Yes. Thank you for listening to Juxt Us. If you have any idea on some things that you'd like to hear us put next to each other and talk about, you can let us know over at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com. We also have the Twitter and the Facebooks. You can let us know through there. Or if you have any other ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Keep on enjoying. Yes. And it says, Chaka when the walls fell. <laughs> I love Chaka when the walls fell. Someone, tried, someone else on the internet, I need to stop you on the internet. They said that was one of the worst episodes of Next Generation. Uh, it was funny. It wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst. It was kind of, you know, it was original. I mean, I, yes. You know, I, it wasn't the best executed, but I like the idea.